0: Alright, microphone on. Alright, we're ready to rock. Here we go.
1: This show is sponsored by CoventryCreations.com.
2: You're listening to Keep It Magic Radio. Radio,
1: Radio, Radio. Are you ready to make some magic? Jackie and Storm are putting the pieces together for you. Find out what planets are changing the game and how to harness that energy. Get the latest metaphysical perspective on this hot topics. Learn how to make magic work for you. Nothing is too hot or personal for Jackie and Storm to handle. Visit our website weekly for articles, updates, and the latest information to transform your life at www.keepitmagic.com. Now here is Jackie Smith and Storm Sestavani.
2: Good afternoon, everybody, and Happy New Year. It is two thousand and 14. God, we're getting old. It's 2014. And again, Happy New Year. Um, I'm Sarah I'm Sarah <laughs> Sestavani, and of course that's Jackie Smith, I'm my lovely and delightful uh, <laughs> partner on this particular show. I don't think
1: delightful is the word you were using just delightful. then,
2: but thank you for that. <laughs> um, go to www. CoventryCreations.com, which is the sponsor for the show. Also, check out Jackie and my website, which is www.keepitmagic.com. Um, Jackie, if you want to get a reading with her, you can go to www.ask-jackie.com.
1: And that will take you directly to my reading page on CoventryCreations.com.
2: And, of course, you can find me at stormsestovani.com. Um, also, we have a fan page, which is on Facebook, which is called Keepin' It at Magic. It's like Keepin'. I in it magic. Go over there and like that particular page, um, and you can get uh, all of the little goodies. My astrological updates, Jackie's article updates, everything all in one little spot. So you don't have to run around to all these particular pages trying to find all of the goodies. It's set up basically that everything from Jackie and I basically feeds into that page, so you can do that. Well, now Jackie, I have to tell you something that's pretty miraculous. What's that? Um, In 2011, we rebooted the show. Right. In September. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the first show, we were very, very happy with the fact that we had, um, I believe, several hundred live and maybe like, 500 to 1,000, I forget the amount, um, archive listens at that particular, on that particular show we, because it was completely organic. It didn't have the machine behind it that our, uh, um, uh, that our prior show had. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were just doing this organic, homegrown, grassroots type of uh, show. Right. Um, our last show... Um, which was the last show of 2013, we had our highest numbers ever. It wasn't 1,000. It wasn't 5,000. It wasn't 10,000. It wasn't 15,000. It wasn't 20,000. We had 21,000 downloads.
1: You, know, you sound commercial. Like not for 14.99. Not for $14.99. <laughs> you got this for five 99 21,000 downloads. Wow. And and I'm 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 humbled. Uh, yeah, me too. And you know we're we're going to talk about intentions and, and ink magic on this show, but I just want to um, circle back around to a conversation that you and I had. I don't know our first within our first four months of of doing Keep It Magic Radio.
2: Mm-hmm. Was this before or after my ten episodes were ending?
1: Oh, honey, once you did that first one, I knew you were in. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got to the third one, and, and that conversation just never happened again. But um, I said, um, we were like hovering around, say, 3,000 listens, and yeah. I said, um, and we had a conversation of, okay, why do we have 3,000 listens? When we were on our previous show, we were getting like ten to 12,000 listens at a time. And then um, as we talked about it some more, and I said, you know what, my goal is to get us to five by the end of the year. Yeah. And I wanna get us to ten. And I, didn't we make ten by the end of the year? Yeah. We made ten by the end of the year. And and here's the crazy thing is we absolutely just set that intention down. We absolutely said this is what we want to have happen and we are open to what it takes to have that happen. And we made some tweaks here and there and we did some things and we and we put it out there and it and and you know, and again, I I say this all the time. Absolutely, our listens mostly come from you. I'm not going to say they all do because mm-hmm. I got my own people that yeah. follow me and love yeah. me. But <laughs> but a lot of you know through your reading, you're an, you're an amazing reader. You have a lot of followers. You have a lot of people who depend on you. Um, and so they they come and listen to the show. So I'm very grateful that they trust me too, and um.
2: I hear it all day. Jackie, 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 Jackie.
1: Jackie, Oh, from your your clients? Yeah. (laughs) Really? Jackie, yeah. (laughs) hang on. Tell me
2: more. Uh, They they just think that we have incredible chemistry Mm -hmm. and that we um, uh, get along well together um, on the show, uh, which is, True, and we get along well together in um, uh, in our ordinary lives as well. Um, not really,
1: we really hate each other. Um, <laughs> um, and, but I think that's I think the thing is that that the reason why we have good chemistry is that we get along. Well, we respect each other quite yeah. a bit, and we enjoy each other's company. But boy, do we yank each other's chain in real life, and not at, on yeah. off air times too. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, blue shoes. That yeah, awesome. um, exactly so um, that is – because uh, we have – you know, I, I was having this discussion with some folks who are new to the area that I live in and they're talking about making friends and, and how to find people to make friends. And I have a lot of clients lately are talking about feeling lonely in the friendship area yeah. as well as the romantic area. And I think that – you know, let's do, let's do some shows in February about friendship. Because um, I think that there is a, a weird, skewed um, thought process as, as to what friendship is, and I'm not here to lecture anybody to tell mm-hmm. you what was a good friend and what isn't a good friend because there, there's so many dynamics in there. But I think um, we forget that there's two people in the relationship. Yes. Because we view that relationship through our own filters only. Yes. Yes. And and whether it's a work relationship or a friendship or a neighbor neighbor to neighbor or romantic <coughs> or familial, I think we forget that there's two people.
2: I also think, Jackie, that our modern um world, part of the the price that we have paid for progress and um the interesting thing about if if you want to say that we're now in the Aquarian age rather than the Piscean age. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, is that the sign Aquarius itself and its planetary ruler, Uranus, uh, do not really like flesh. It doesn't like embodiment too much. Um, Embodiment is not perfect. Um, It's not real idealistic. Um, It's messy. Um, uh, uh, And, you know, what Uranus and Aquarius both like are systems. We like ideologies, systems, things yeah. fitting into a proper order. And I think that one of the difficulties that we have now is that, you know, friendships um, – uh, I look at the friendships that I've had for many, many years, I mean, going 20 years, um, and, you know, those are people that – for the most part are usually with you through thick and thin because the idealism's Jackie are mu- were much different then. You know they were much yep. different in the early 90s. The world was a much different
1: place. Yet at the same time I um I have one friend um from that time.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I I maybe have two.
1: So yeah, it's it's so I, you know there's I don't uh, cult, what what do I say? generationally maybe.
0: Mhm.
1: Um culturally right now it's hard to maintain those friendships because you're inundated with so much. Yes. Yeah. And um but also I want to say geographically too. Yeah. Because um if you're in a in a tight community where you're um let's say in a rural area, you're you're going to there's really you're limited. Yeah. Um but also we've we've jumped, and I, I we I want to save this for a show. I want to do a whole show on this. But we've jumped from the face to face to the virtual friendship.
2: Absolutely, absolutely, and I uh, and, and I think that it is, uh, uh, I think that the whole subject matter uh, has changed in regards to that. So it'll be interesting in February talking about friendships. That's for sure.
1: I'm excited about this. We didn't know what we're doing in February. Now we do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, you know, it has a organic Like all of our shows happen organically yep. um, One more thing that I want to say In regards to The 21,000 listens uh, That we had to our last um, uh, Show um, When Jackie and I Map out shows In regards to what to, what to do with them um, We don't Look at is there going to be a listenership there? What we look at is what is the best possible content that we can create for that particular subject material. And of course, you know, we can go through our particular archives and see, um, like if we do an astrology show, it's going to... It's, it's huge always. Um, if we do a show on love, it's huge always. Um, other other um, episodes um, uh, where the content is out there, it's really, really good content, but may not have been as huge as those other shows. But the idea is to provide with a package of material that people can use when they need that particular information in regards to their lives and not right. just focused on what our particular listenership numbers are.
1: Well, I don't know if you know this, but I actually do download the show. And um, uh, go back and listen to the astrology shows when things are going on. Yeah. Through them, as well as your articles, because sometimes you recap on the astrology, mm-hmm. um, you recap a couple things. Although I notice in the shows you go into a little more depth.
2: Um, I can go into a little bit more depth on the show than I can in, um, uh, in blog format. Because
1: um, people get bored of reading.
2: <laughs> not that. It is that really I try to keep blog format as simple as I possibly can because the difference is, is that if it's complex, you can ask me a question. They can't. You know they can't stop me in the middle of a blog article I say oh, Storm, what does that mean? <laughs> you know so I try to really be conscious of uh of keeping things really, really simple um uh in regards to putting up the material blog wise so um uh, oh,
1: yeah, absolutely and you do the
2: same thing. you're yeah. much more intense on the show than you are in your article
1: because because you're there's a the conversation versus writing um it's two different languages, two different um uh yeah languages um ways of speaking so yes yep so we have got i'm really excited about this show yeah this, me too
2: because the, the thing here is is everybody of course is doing new year's resolutions which um you know this is airing on uh the 14th of january i'm sure those resolutions are already gone <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah if you still have your resolution going right now then i'm going to say kudos
2: yeah kudos to you <laughs> um
1: excited woohoo and and i have to first of all i'm going to apologize you know, I had the flu really bad over the holidays, mm-hmm. and it's still hanging on, so I've still got that tickle in my throat. And, and I was talking to um, other people who have had this and my physician, and they all have said the same thing, which is this is just something that's been hanging on. So if I, you know, <coughs> every now and again, yeah. I apologize now. I'm doing the best I can.
2: Yeah. The, so, so people are doing all these New Year's resolutions, and what, um, what we're doing with this show and the next show, Um, is really kind of flipping this whole resolution idea on its head. First of all, I don't like them because, to me, resolutions are vows. Right. Um, We did
1: a whole show on that last
2: year. And, uh, you know, for me, vows uh, are sending out a particular intention to the universe that if you don't fulfill, it will come back on you.
0: Right.
2: Intentions, on the other hand, are a little bit different. Um, intentions or More Rather than having to do with idea power Jackie I think that intentions really have to do more with willpower Okay um, You're
1: saying something really profound So keep going
2: I, I think that you know When you make a resolution It is idealistic um, mm-hmm. That you want to um, uh, To lose 15 pounds Or you want to start a new exercise program Or when we're doing this or you want to quit smoking or or um, quit
1: swearing
2: or quit swearing i see the strangest resolution i've seen the strangest resolutions right now um uh, and uh, it's really ideological and usually has to do i think more with what society considers to be normal or what society thinks that we should do whereas i think that intentions are a little bit more personal based and as a result whenever you get the sun i.e. the personal, the sun, and Mars. Um, uh, involved and Mars is our ability to go out into the world and get what it is that we want um, I think that that has more to do with willpower and it has more to do with putting your particular ideas of what you would like to have manifest in your life down on paper or vision boards, mind maps, whatever you and we're probably going to talk about them all but um, uh, and sending that particular universe out into the world but at the same time what is the particular process that you're going to go through in order to achieve what it is that you
1: want well you said something really profound which is that intentions are more of will Mm -hmm. than they are of the mind where resolutions and goal setting is of the mind let's think about this for a second so the mind is very airy not that you're an airhead but it is the element of air thought is the element of air even talking it out is the element of air Mm -hmm. there's no substance to it you know you're, you're you're blustering you got your hot wind going, and and we can we can um, talk about things till we're blue in the face, and and that is actually a problem that a lot of people have,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, or maybe not a problem, but maybe a, a personality tendency. They like to talk, they like to talk about future plans quite a bit. Then you have that intention work, which is will, which is fiery.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's got some passion behind it. It's got it comes from. That that place of of passion and and desire and fire and and will and strength and um, all of that stuff, then you've got emotions, uh-huh. and then which which again desire and passion kind of cross over into emotions, but there's that love of it. Whereas you know fire sometimes can just be attitude. Emotions uh-huh. have that that love that deeper well goes more to your core, uh-huh. and. And so things that we want that can become very emotional. And then that earth element of it is actually doing something about it.
2: You know, one of the interesting things that I learned in um, B-School that Marie Forleo runs uh, is that one of the things that she has you do, Jackie, is that you go out and you get, mine is, I get the at-a-glance weekly, monthly planner guide. Uh And what she has you do is that she has you pick a particular date um uh, whether it be once a month, once a week, she recommends uh weekly um, uh, I do it biweekly um, because I put a lot of uh, uh you know, my personal content I do biweekly my show content I do bi so it's still a month full of content. but mm-hmm. what she has you do is that she has you go through your particular thing for the year, Jackie, okay, and like for example, in all of two thousand and fourteen in this book I have here. Um, uh, sound effects Um, uh, uh, it has all of the particular personal blog content already mapped out in this and I will tell you why she has you do this she says if you don't write it down it's not real
1: there is something to that that's that that's that movement yeah Um, some people think that movement is is very fiery and it does cross over there's a lot of things that cross over elements or two elements are needed but it takes it from that fiery place into that earthy place when you start yeah. to make movement and then when you're done with that movement and you look at it now it's a physical thing that exactly can, when you put it on your mirror will haunt you
2: and you know when i was thinking about this jackie because i was sitting and thinking you know about ink magic and you know you were on your pursuit over the past month knowing we were going to talk about ink magic and uh uh surprisingly you found very little yes um about it and here well, is,
1: yeah, and, and I'll clarify in a second, but keep going. And when
2: I was thinking about this, Jackie, um, and it just kind of dawned in my head, we have a tendency to think that because we're using words and we're using an idea and or a concept that it's air magic. I think ink, ink magic is earth magic.
1: I agree with you because you, you're taking it directly from air, from thought, and you're pushing it all the way through. I did a, I've done a lot of ink magic for myself over the years, um, it's just in journaling Yeah And and it's not Dear Diary It's just um, When you Journal When you do those streams of consciousness God book, yeah That's what um, I call it or, or streams of insanity Is the other thing I call it Yeah <clears throat> But just let it come out What happens is First first of all, you're purging It's a, it's a form of meditation So you're purging these repetitive, obsessive thoughts. Yeah. Out. I I, sw- I do a lot. I mean, I really do a lot of ink magic, and it's in a lot of my spells. And I'm sure you'll recognize it when we start talking about it some more. That oh yeah, Jackie always tells you to write it down, um, because it starts to become um, reality at that point. So when you're journaling those those thought books, um, streams of consciousness, you're getting you're purging okay. your brain of all of the obsessive thoughts, so then you can get down to what's underneath it. Because the obsessive thoughts are the smoke screen. Yeah. And this is actually how I, um, now that I'm saying this, I'm like, oh, this is how I got to working with the Akashic Records. Because I kept drilling down underneath all those obsessive thoughts. And so when I work with somebody in the Akashic Records, oh, I can see the smoke screen. You're giving me smoke screen. I'm familiar with that. I'm very good at it. And so, as as the facilitator, who's the healer, I can help you get underneath the smoke. Um, so it's it's very much when you do this, um, of any way, shape, or form, you cut through, so you bring in that air magic down into directly down into earth.
2: Yes, and and I think that it's really important. I mean, for me, um, the majority, I don't. Of course, I'm not a witch, but. Uh, uh, of course, Jackie will say that's probably debatable. But um, uh, if you
1: if you think about which as a descriptive rather than a title, yeah,
2: I'm just saying. <laughs> um, uh, you know, especially since you know my entire my entire world is based on magic in one way or another. You right. know the. Uh, uh, but um, when I do my particular intentions work. Um, or even candle magic for that part, rather than, you you know, some people burn their particular petitions or they write it down on little particular petitions. And I may do a tiny bit of that to kind of boost what I've already done. Um, uh, uh, But for the most part, what I will do is I get out the grimoire or the Book of Shadows, or in my book, in my case, it's called the God Book. Um, And I just start, you know, It starts out often with me creating with um, colors, Jackie, what I want the page to look like or the colors, okay? And then I will take a – I'll use acrylics, and then I will take a paintbrush, Jackie, and, you know, kind of wipe that down onto the page and kind of let it dry. Mm -hmm. So the color intention now is there um, of whatever it is that I'm wanting to create. And then I will take inks, um, and for my journaling stuff, I like – certain types of uh, pens that I only use for for journaling, calligraphy pens. You obviously um, don't
1: have kids.
2: <laughs> yeah, you can tell I don't have kids.
1: Because um, <laughs> uh,
2: calligra- they find
1: your good shit, just so you know. Oh, wait, your good stuff.
2: Calligraphy pens, you know, um, all kinds of like, you know, more artistic types of uh, pens that you would get at like Michael's or um, on Amazon, uh, uh, you know, in different colors and in different shades and hues, and some of them have kind of like a metallic kind of crazy look to them, um, but I use that in regards to um, my particular intention work, and I will start, Jackie, at a basic particular um, level, even, you know, photocopying a tarot card or maybe putting the tarot card in the middle of the particular page, in regards to creating the effect and, uh, you know, writing all over the freaking place, and then moving from there to um, the actual process of lighting the candle.
1: That is a beautiful meditation.
2: Yeah, it is more meditative for me mm-hmm. because, uh, for me, just the simple and, – and, of course, you know, um, when, the, the candle magic that I usually do for myself is no longer, um, can I get a man, you know, or, you know, come to me or – although there's uses for those candles, and please buy them at <laughs> um, uh But, you know, for me, <laughs> I, I, I'm working on some different stuff here, you know, more personal-based stuff right now. Relationships, maybe in five years I'll be burning the Coventry candles. Um uh But, uh, but basically, um, you know, it's more of a particular process and an alchemical change for me than it is just burning the candle.
1: Right, right, because you're adding so much more into it. You're adding all of the... Your, all of your own personal elements into yeah. it, too, because when you start creating in your journal and you add the color, which is very emotional, <clears throat> and you add the ink and you go through the process and so you get very fiery with that, very intention-oriented with it, you're bringing your thoughts down into it and then the act of doing this is earth. So, you're, and, and on paper is earth. So that is a very alchemical process. Um, alchemy is... Um, so often looked at as something way beyond us, like chemistry. Mm-mm-mm. Alchemy is simply blending elements in different in different formulas, formulas that 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 formulas, but different um, intensities in each element. Yeah. So something might be a little more earthy, or a little more airy, or a little more fiery. Well, um, I think that the more times uh,
2: my spells that work. Mm-hmm. Well, I have two types that work. I have the wild magic type that just work. Right. Um, And then, you know, usually the ones that have um, this strong, profound type of change in regards to my life are these ones where I do this huge, gigantic process with um, uh, more so than anything else. Now. I will have to say one thing. I only have to put a quarant color candle in the room with me and my phone will ring off the hook. <laughs> but I don't even have to burn that. But, well, you, um, have, but
1: you that's your eshe, that's, yeah. that's your superpower. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about exactly what ink magic is. We've been using Definitely. this term um, throughout this, and I'm sure um, everyone has already figured it out for themselves because we keep talking about pen and paper. But a lot of people call it petition magic. And mm-hmm. the reason why, I mean, I, I, I'm saying I haven't, I found the terms ink magic in my plethora of books, my vast library of magical books, because people call it words of power or petitions or writing the spell or um, word crafting or wordsmithing with, that, with all of that. But, but I think the – So they
2: want to be glamorous.
1: True, true. But um, the closest thing I have seen uh, written down as ink magic or something like that is petition work. Okay. Um, So that would be the closest thing as in as in doing that. Okay. What is a petition? A petition is you writing uh, using words and ink and paper to um, facilitate um, magic. So like you're going to dominate something, something, or call something to you, or uh, wrap yourself up in something and circle something. You can that petition is basically you writing it down to show the universe. A symbol symbolically, how you want it to work, come to me or love me, or um, bring money to me, you know those mm-hmm. kind of things, and then you can burn it or hang on to it or put it in your mojo bag or or stuff it in something or um, in uh, ink magic also can be very divine because um, in Buddhist traditions, you write your mantras down on a long, thin piece of paper and you roll it up and you put it in your Buddha statue.
0: Uh-huh. So
1: that's why there's a, the hole in the bottom of the Buddha statue. And so um, there's goals, like you want to do 10,000 mantras. You want to write that 1,000 times, 10,000 times, whatever it is. Uh-huh. And that's a form of meditation, but it's also a form of connecting with the divine and a form of getting through all the clutter Yeah. to, to, to finding that, that divine space. So with ink magic, it's, it's a form of meditation, but I think it's a form of transcendence. When when I used to write longhand, um, there, it, it, there's a, um, like a meditative deepening, a, a transcendence mm-hmm. from, from being conscious to being...
2: You mean you don't write that way no more?
1: I, I don't as much as I used to, and I'm getting back to some of it. Um well, I'm using doodling to do that. Uh-huh. And then I type it all in. Because I'm actually a very impatient person.
2: <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, I wasn't making any comments.
1: I know. I noticed that silence. <laughs> so um so we've we've really talked a lot about, you know, why is ink magic magic. Um, and you can do it. It's it's such a creative venue, and, and you do not have to draw to do this.
2: Yeah, because I can't draw a thick figure. So. Um,
1: nor, nor do you have to be poetic.
2: Nor can I make anything rhyme.
1: Nor do you have to be able to spell. Uh, that I can do. <laughs> that you can do. Um, <clears throat> so so ink magic. So petition papers. A lot of times, what you have is you have what's called a cross and a cover which is you write someone's name down or an idea down X amount of times, seven times, five times, nine times. The different numbers are important because they hold different energies in numerology. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times if I want something to stick and hold, I'll do it nine times. But sometimes if it's a love situation, some people say five, some people say six, you know, and who do, and how do you work well, your odd
2: numbers? for example, um, if you get the Come to Me candle from Coventry, it recommends writing the person's name around the candle five, nine times.
1: Right. Nine However,
2: in Adam eight. and Eve, it's five. Yes. The couple's name.
1: Yes, because you already have something. You're deepening. Yeah. Um, so uh, Come to Me, you don't have it yet, so you want to anchor it in bring it to you. So it's different numbers for different reasons. And thank you for remembering that. You have such a good memory, Storm. I love it. Thank you. So you want to write that name down. Um, So this is what, and this is what you want to mold. So this is what you want to change is what you write down. So let's say I wanted to do a love spell on you, Storm. No, okay. I'm not even gonna say that I wanted you to give me money let's say okay. i you ne- you owed me thousands of dollars and I needed you to pay me,
0: uh-huh. which
1: is so far from the truth. That's why I get to use this <laughs> um you You owed me three million dollars, and so I wrote your name down um nine times uh-huh. so you're the thing I want to mold or manipulate or change,
2: yes. Yeah.
1: Then you turn the paper 90 degrees. Now, you turn the paper 90 degrees clockwise if you're bringing it to you, counterclockwise if you're undoing something or sending something away.
2: Okay, people need to write that down, so pause.
1: Right, pause.
2: <laughs> pause in your little iTunes machine and uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. and say that again, Jackie.
1: <laughs> if you want to bring something to you, just like hands of a clock, time moves forward, you want to bring something to you, you turn it clockwise. If you want to undo something, unravel something, or send something away, you're going to do it counterclockwise because you're you're turning back the hands of time. So w- you turn it 90 degrees, and in the other direction, you write the thing that is doing the manipulating, the thing that is dominating the situation. So, um, so for for me, it would be it would be. Um, um, Pay me cash in my bank in 90 days. Uh Three million in my bank in 90 days. Three million. So, so it's that's what I'm having you do.
0: Uh
1: Or, for instance, if I wanted to bring love into my life, my name would be first, and then I would turn that clockwise, and I would put I would um, put new love, date night. You know, and I would you write the same thing over and over and over again. So it's don't write seven different lines or nine different lines. It's the same line seven, nine, five, six times. So that's your cross and your cover. And um, also if you want to reverse something, you can write it backwards on a piece of paper, which I can't do. I would have to write it forwards.
2: And then copy it,
1: right? <laughs> and then flip it over and then copy it. Um so that's, that's something that you can do with writing it backwards to undo something. And then some people, um, without lifting their pen, will write the final outcome in a circle. Like let's say, again, I wanted you to pay me the $3 million that you owed me. And I would say um, um, $3 million paid in full, $3 million paid in full, all the way around. Uh-huh. And the, what you write, simple, very very simple. Get down to the heart of it. Get just break through all of the if this then that. What do you want? I want Storm to pay me three million dollars, which wouldn't be bad. So when you win, win that lotto, cut me a check, okay? Um, <clears throat> and and so that's that is that's the simple the simplest version of a petition paper. Now you can also um, that's more of the traditional hoodoo where you would put it on a piece of brown paper, say, from a brown paper bag, you would use a pencil, not a pen, um, partially because pencils are what's available. Were well, what's available back, way back in the day.
0: Mm-hmm. Brown
1: paper is what you wrapped your meat in and all your purchases, so you had that around. So that's why people traditionally used brown paper and a pencil, because that's what was available. Now, in this 21st century, I love a Sharpie,
2: because it's mm-hmm. permanent. Yeah, me too.
1: It's so indelible. And you um, get
2: them in all kinds of colors.
1: But sometimes I like the pencil because it's very earthy. It's graphite. It's from the earth. Mhm. So it depends on if I need to get really earthy with it and, and call to the primal energies. Mhm. So and that's just how my brain works. And whatever you're comfortable with. Like a, a lovely friend of mine, when I was showing her how to do petition pictures, she goes, "Hold on!" And she pulled out her um, um pen and ink, her um, fountain pen. Well, actually, it was a feather pen that she mm-hmm. had made when she was, like, I think, at the Ren Fair or something. And she goes, I feel like a wizard. Hang on. <laughs> Which I could get. I totally understand. But the, the ink was great because then I went, hold on. And we put oils in the ink.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We put something really specific in the ink to for that purpose. And we just used a little bit, put the oils in it, and she was she was able to write her petition paper in that way. And then another friend of mine, when I was showing her what to do, because sometimes I'll I'll bring somebody to my altar area, to my office, and we'll do their work there.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And she pulls, she's got this huge purse. She pulls out a big thing of colored markers. She never goes anywhere without them.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I don't know why, but I thought that was fascinating. And so she did hers in different colors because they meant something to her. So again, that's you know magic magic is so personal uh, yeah. I can give you I can give you really explicit instructions, but in the moment, if you want to do something different, your intention, your intuition tru- trumps my instruction um, so there's, so there's some some basics in p- petition magic um, of writing it, you can writing it, like I said backwards, the cross and cover and then and then you dress. They call it dressing, loading, uh, dressing and loading. So you dress it with oils. Oils are a wonderful thing, um, which, which
2: we now have back at Coventry Creation. I was just going to huh? say you
1: beat me too. Just to it. Um, Twenty-nine different ones are back by the end of January. I'm very excited. Um, but you um, traditionally you would dress the um, the petition paper with five points, mm-hmm. um, one in each cardinal direction, and then one in the middle as the crossroads, and that's the place of magic. So that's, that's one of the traditional ways of dressing it. But putting the oil, that helps – that's one of the things that helps charge it up. So you're starting to put your intent in by what you're writing down. You're taking your intent, making it physical. You're adding that, um, the oil, which helps um, charge it up, give it a little spark. Uh-huh. Um, and then one of the things that's called loading it, which is you would put like a personal concern – or um, something of the other person, or something of yours, or a picture, which is maybe a photograph or a picture from a magazine if you're like getting trying to get that boat, you know, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. So you load it with what's important, and then you um, sometimes you just take your petition paper once you've anointed it and just put it under your candle. Um, or you can load it, and, and then once you load it, you have to fold it. So you fold it. Again, this is very, very simple and basic. Towards you to bring something to you. Away, fold it away from you to send something away. Uh It's simple. So remember that pause button?
2: Yeah, the pause button and write that down.
1: So you fold it (laughs) towards you if you want to bring something to you and you fold it away from you if you want to send something away.
2: And I think that one of the one of the things that I think that people need to do when they're sitting down and doing any form of spell work, um, what I do, Jackie, is I get me a little note card out. Um, I love note cards, by the way.
1: I know you do,
0: baby.
2: Um, and basically, I kind of map out a little bit, basically, what I want to do with the spell first, okay? Because sometimes... Um, Uh, For example, um, uh, uh, it's easy, like with that paper folding,
0: Mm
2: -hmm. um, to not be clear about what it is that you're doing um, and fold it the wrong way. True. True,
0: Um, true. So
2: I think that a lot of, you know, one of the, if I was to give a number one thing to do before you actually go and light that candle, number one would be think the spell out.
1: Well, in in Coventry Magic, there's a whole um, there's a couple different ways to to prepare for doing your spell. Uh-huh. There's the why is that, um, where you start asking yourself why why do I want to do this? What's stopping me? What's the what's the thing? Uh-huh. And then you write down those key words. If you write down those key words on a card, again, Ink Magic, you're writing stuff down. If you write that stuff down, then that starts to build on what it is you really want to do. Uh-huh. Then there's the seven steps, which is another thing. There's a lot of writing in that too. So petition work is only one type of ink magic.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And um, there's other types of ink magic where you're journaling. We talked about that. And that's the type of magic of clearing, just clearing stuff. And then you can either hang on to that to see where you were at some point, or you can burn it, which I've done a lot of times. Uh-huh. Um, the things that you want to burn, remember when you burn something, what you're doing, um, there's two reasons to burn something. One is to destroy it. And then one is to release it to the divine.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So incense is an offering to the divine. Tobacco is an offering to the divine To the divine when you're not smoking it. Um, so that's, you can release it to the divine. These are my wishes, or this is something I want to destroy. So uh-huh. you, you, it's just the intent that you set in the moment. I don't light it any different. Well, no, I take that back. If it's an offering to the divine, I light it off of a candle that matches my intent.
0: Uh-huh.
1: If I am burning it to destroy it, I have something already lit in my cauldron, uh, like maybe um, one of those little pieces of charcoal for incense, uh-huh. or maybe I have something else burning into it, in it like a different piece of paper. Then I put that in there to destroy it. So there's other fire um, consuming it. Um, you can, with the ashes, you can send them to the wind. Um, which is a little difficult, to be honest with you. They tend to blow right back on me. Um, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just being honest here, okay? <laughs> this whole sending it to the wind business, usually it lands in my mouth and eyes. Um, but Or you can bury it. You can bury it. Again, two different intentions. You're burying it to get rid of it and, and to smother it, and it's dead and you're putting it into the ground. Or you can scratch up some dirt at the, at the base of the tree, and do it as an offering?
2: You know, one of the things that this reminds me of is um, uh, one, uh, a psychological tool that is often used in regards to um, getting rid of uh, anger or resentment towards somebody is to write them a particular letter Saving everything that you want to say say to the individual. I mean, and you can be as angry or ticked off or pissed off or whatever that you want to be. Um, uh, And then taking that particular document to, like, a beach or somewhere else and lighting it Mm -hmm. um, uh, up and letting it go away. So what what I find fascinating is that... um, uh, Two systems that, and, and it's called syncretism. But um, two systems that do not look like that—they have anything alike on one level—have a lot alike on, are a lot alike on another. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's basically a spell.
1: Absolutely. I well, there's so many of the psychological tools I have been using in magic, and then as I learn, as we talk, and I learn more about the different psychological tools, I say, I, I realize, wow, that is a spell actually. Yeah. So it just like just like when um was it last month or the month before when we did um we were talking about um that old book from the 30s um
2: last month yeah
1: uh think and grow rich
2: yeah
1: they're all magical tools yes yeah. and they were psychological tools as well so um it's all it all meshes together so that 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 is a, another again you, you, the ink magic is you're starting with writing it out, taking it from your head, manifesting it on paper, and then doing something with it. Then there's the whole vision board um, that a lot of people who love the secret and love um, life coaching and everything, they talk a lot about vision boards. Well, I'm going to tell you something about that vision board. Is Sure, you're cutting it out and you're pasting it on paper and you're telling a story with it, but it's And you are taking actions and you're taking it from thought. But think about if you add one more thing, if you wrote on that picture or you traced the picture in um, or you wrote the emotions or added colors. So if you then did your ink magic, your art, on top of it, even uh-huh. just writing words on top of it. And um, something that I had a picture of and then I wrote on top of it I need it I I want this by next Thursday. I forget which what I gave it a date and it showed up before then. So there's something to then owning it. So you're yeah. you're putting your own um you're putting your own ache, your own magic into it versus using just something a little generic. Yeah. Um a friend of mine, well two friends of mine, there's Sabrina the Ink Witch. Which, as soon as you said ink magic, it's just something I kept thinking of. And she has a, a Facebook page. She has some great art. Actually, I'm looking at three pieces of her art right now. And as she does, um, she does a lot of pen and ink. And they are when you look at her artwork, they're absolutely all spells.
0: And oh, there, interesting.
1: Uh-huh. And she does um, Christian Day from Hex and Omen. Uh-huh. She has a line of seven-day candles that she had designed the labels for.
2: Oh, interesting!
1: And they're very—it's awesome spell work. So that's it conjures up all of those images. And then another friend of mine, Tammy Jo Urban, she's also a tattoo artist.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And whenever she, we're working on a problem together, she draws it out, and as she draws it out, it becomes a spell, and it works every time. And we had, we had talked. She she's very she recognizes that, and she's always recognized it ever since she was a kid, before she got magical, is that she would. When she would draw it out, it would resolve itself. When uh-huh. she was going through heartbreak and she was drawing all these broken hearts, and then she moved to drawing hearts healing, and then she moved to drawing um, hearts that were um, scarred and but yet whole, uh-huh. is her healing process. So, um, But that's art therapy right there. <laughs> yeah. Um so that's, those are all types of of ink magic and there's and uh, there's more I, I know you had a couple of ideas on the ink magic
2: um, well there's also mind mapping um Thank you that oh. I think is uh, a form of um Ink magic. It's usually done. Um, uh, bloggers do a lot of it. Of, of mind mapping. It's very. Uh, Can you
1: describe that for me?
2: Mind map is where, say, for example, um, you're wanting to, you want to write an article on fig um, Newtons. <laughs> Um, basically what you're going to do is you're going to get out a sheet of paper or you can even... uh, I do it now on my iPad. Um, And it sets basically Fig Newtons in the middle of the page. And then basically what you can do is that you can go around the particular page and uh, create things like ways to eat Fick Newtons, types of Fick Newtons. Uh, and it's a way, basically, of, um, uh, of taking your thoughts and ideas and putting it on paper and then converting that into um, a, either a blog article or, uh, you know, a series, whatever whatever it is that you want to do in blogging. I think you can do it in regards to magic as well, because the fact that you can take the central core idea and do... Um, uh, financial increase in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then map around um, a financial increase, um, where you would like to see financial increase occurring in regards to your life. Because I think that you can take this then and apply it once you get clear about the reasons why you're doing it or why you want financial increase. Um, it helps you to be able to plot out um, uh, how to go about um, doing the spell and it 's to me um, uh, it 's probably one of the most profound ways because you can also even do it, Jackie, from the perspective that you can start a mind map in a different way. you can start it at the top of the page basically um, and basically maybe even put in it um, uh, uh, you know, your your particular feelings like say for example, you feel hurt about something. You can put that at the top of the page and then basically the first thing that keeps coming to your mind over and over you just write start writing down that particular page and you do this over a period of time maybe like five minutes or something just the first thing down your mind and then basically what you get to start to see is a clear tapestry of basically what's going on
1: that's so funny to me because i did that all the time as a kid yeah and um, recently, I thought that's what you were talking about, um, a gal I know who's high, just really severely ADD. Mm-hmm. And um, she that's, a, that's what she does to be able to um, finish projects.
2: Is mind maps?
1: Is mind maps. She does the mind map to understand where she wants to go, and it helps her get through a project because she hits different parts of the mind map. Um, yeah. And then she can start putting it together versus trying to do something from beginning to end.
2: Yeah, it's 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 how I write um articles. Um, I start with uh, a particular, like for example, my last, the, the last class that I did um, for the website was on modalities. So I just start in the middle with modalities. Of course, you know, there are three. Then I go to the three types of modalities. And then it's just me say, you know, what are modalities? Um, uh, how do modalities work? How can you work with them? How do you integrate them? You know, these are all things that begin to start to pop in my mind. And then I have that map at, beside me, Jackie, on a clipboard usually. Um, when I go to start writing the article. And then it just flows easier um, uh, onto the particular page as as I'm writing it. Yes,
1: that is how I was taught to write a paper when I was in the seventh grade.
2: Oh, interesting.
1: Yep, because he had us start with writing, um, you know, we had a, our theme that we were writing. And then he had us write down the top things that we thought about because we had already done some research. Mm-hmm. And then he had us do more research based on that, and and put you know we we just had like areas on our page, and even if we needed more pages. And then what we and we only did it one sided, and then we cut those pages up and rearranged them,
2: uh-huh.
1: and then that's how we wrote our articles
2: yeah it's it's a fascinating way, and I think you can simplify or use some of these old tools that you used in high school and things of that nature to turn around and use magically because you can also do um which we will talk about in the next show is reversing this whole process mm-hmm. um and so we're going to work it and reverse it. <laughs> um,
1: so this is really, you know, so I like this whole thing with this. We've talked about petition papers and journaling and, and all these different things, and I think the mind mapping brings a lot of that all together. Yeah. So we're going to call it magic mapping. Yeah. For right now. And this is ink magic, is when you're mapping it out, what do you want to have happen, whether you start at the top of the page or the center of the page. Um and and just see how your brain works around this, or not how your brain, how your energy works around this, how the the things in your life. You know, um, I, a lot of times I call them spheres of influence. So what what's influencing you in this, and what can you and and start you know crossing that out or rewriting this. That's, that is. I want to explore that a little more, maybe on paper, with you. Um,
2: (laughs) As it should be done. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, With pen, with Sharpies. Um, And uh, I'd like to explore this a little more because this really, kind of we're talking about ink magic in in different ways, but I think that this, um, we'll call it magic mapping, um, puts a lot of it together. It's yeah. kind of exciting.
2: One of the questions that I would You all
1: asking, are experiencing a miracle with us right now. Yeah, exactly.
2: Uh, that's why that why the, the show is called Intentions Done the Right W-R-I-T-E Way. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: um, uh, Jackie, one thing that uh, people sent me some messages on Facebook and they wanted to know about, and I thought I would, in the last few minutes of this particular episode, um, ask you about is they want you to talk about sigils a little
1: Sigils, isn't that an interesting word?
2: It's a really interesting word and... Um, I
1: thought I was saying signals wrong.
2: <laughs> what do you
1: mean, right signals?
2: Now, what are they and how do you use them?
1: Okay, so sig- sigils are where you're taking um, um, divine, the divine language. I mean, there's, there's the angelic language, there's the alchemical language. So there's all these different alphabet so to speak and you're blending them together or maybe it's runes or um, a lot of people use um the hebraic language yeah. those there's a there's a lot of symbols i'm sorry sigils um in in different kabbalistic mm-hmm. um, talismans yeah um the the uh, sigils are also the um oh i lost the word you know the david the king david um Symbols, symbology, the um, – shoot, I hate when I do that. I have a whole sheet of it on my wall. Uh, oh, I hate when I do that. But anyway, there's the um, symbology or the seals. Seals Sigil. of Solomon. Yeah. Seals of Solomon. You the wrong king. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, this, so sigils and seals is just pretty much a similar word. And so what you're doing is, is you're blending different magics. So it's a, it's a type of spell work. It can be instinctual where you draw it yourself. It can bring in elements of any type of imagery and symbology. Um, uh, it can be, um, well, a lot, of, a lot of bands from the 70s <laughs> had sigils or seals. Um, their, their logo. A logo is a sigil. So it, it, you infuse it with power and energy, and, it, and um, you do a ritual around it or spell work around it, or maybe even just drawing it. There's a lot of angel sigils, so just drawing um, angel seals. So just drawing that angel seal brings that angel to you or that demon to you. Um, yeah. So that's, it's, a very, um, it, it's very ancient work, very, very ancient work, but you can absolutely modernize it for yourself.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: A lot of people um, blend runes in that way.
2: Uh, exactly, and and I th- I think that it is a very um, because all of the seventy two names of God I think are sigils um, uh, in regards to working with it. And Jackie, we're done already. Already?
1: How's that happen?
2: I don't know. <laughs> no more time at all. Uh- <laughs> I, I, have, time to, I, I time have time to play heavy Mac. But. I haven't even gotten into how to do break-up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that with friends <laughs> We'll um, save that for the, for the friendship show um, and, uh, Jackie and I, of course, will be back in two weeks Where we're going we're, we're gonna to work this in reverse It And we're going to be talking about desire And a little book, if you all want to run out And get it before that show Which is called The Desire Map Which I highly recommend Which is by Danielle Leport. Um uh, It's a brand new book She's got wonderful, groundbreaking ideas in it which kind of flipped this whole thing on its foot. We're going to talk about this particular book, and we're going to flip this magically for you all together. Um, cruise on over to www.coventrycreations.com, which is the sponsor for this show. If you have a problem in your life, regardless of what that problem is, we have a candle for that. Also, cruise on over to keepitmagic.com, where all of our particular articles are, you can get a reading from Jackie at AskJackie.com. And, of course, com is where you can find me. Um, And, Jackie, what do they need to do until two weeks from now?
1: Keep it a little ink magic.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Speak life, everybody.
0: I won't, it's like I'm drowning in the deep. Well, it's crazy to imagine words from my lips in the arms of compassion. Mountains crumble with every syllable. Who can live or die?